This is Listen to the Editors, a series of interviews with journal editors to unveil the trends in research for operations and supply chain management. I'm your host, Yuri Gavronsky. Today, we are having a special episode. We are interviewing Stephanie Eckert. Stephanie Eckert is an assistant professor for Indian University, Kelly Business School, and she's the incoming PDW chair for AOM 2020. Good afternoon, Stephanie. Good afternoon. Hi. Thanks for joining us today. What is then a PDW? So the PDWs, all divisions host PDWs, which are professional development workshops. And the idea behind the PDW is to build knowledge and share expertise that is oriented either around emerging research themes or methodologies, as well as practitioner input within the OSCM area. What types of PDW does the OSCM division carry? So there's a lot of different topics that we've um, that we've approached in recent years. If we just look back at last year's 2019 Academy schedule, we had a lot of interesting PDWs that that ranged in in topics. So for example, we had um, one PDW that addressed using data from the transportation sector, and the format for that particular professional development workshop was small roundtables. So there was a facilitator at each round table and they engaged in small discussions about how to use data from the transportation sector to help facilitate strategy research. There was another, uh, another one that actually addressed the theme of the 2019 conference uh, that involved the inclusive organization. And what this one did was held public conversations with senior managers and academics They then progressed in that session to some journal editor reflections on those conversations. And then they ended with some Q&A, some uh, question and answer with the audience in that particular session. Uh, Another PDW that we had last year uh, approached the topic of sustainability research in strategy and OSCM. This one took the format of a panel discussion followed by small group breakouts. Journal editors will often host PDWs at the Academy. So last year we had the journal editors from uh, JOM host a session on interventionist research. So this session was very much geared toward uh, educating those interested in conducting interventionist and design science research on how to conduct that research successfully to get it published in JOM. And the JSCM editors held a session, a PDW on supply network research. And so they held a a panel discussion that evaluated different data sources, different theories, and different analytical methods that can be used in truly ascertaining network level research. So this is a good, uh, just a a good slice of the types of professional development workshops that we host. I think one common theme that you see throughout them is that they're not typically, they're not presentations, but they're more engaging formats with the audience. So these panel discussions and roundtables, small group discussions, a lot of question and answer, feedback from the audience. The idea here is, is, is to really try to get everyone engaged in the topic um, at hand. So who typically submits this type of, uh, uh, you mentioned journal editors, right? But anyone interested in, in, in research in OSCM can host a PDW? What's the, what's the idea? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think that the successful PDWs, those that are going to draw the bigger audiences, will probably have uh, bigger names, folks that are really internationally known in the topic that, that, that is being discussed. That said, I think it's a good opportunity for junior scholars to organize such a session, right? So a junior scholar, two years ago, for example, I organized a session on uh, interorganizational behavioral research and stacked my panel with well-known folks who could talk um, to that topic, but was able to help at least direct the, the, the session overall. Um, I think that, again, the idea is, it's not just to have a bunch of talking heads. You do want to have folks who are well-known in that topic. Again, try to make that session as engaging as possible with the audience. You are somewhat describing two different roles, the moderator and the panelists, which are normally well-known, well-recognized names internationally. Um, what are the roles for those two people? What's the role for the moderator, for example, in, in a PDW? The role for the moderator is, uh, you know, I mean, that's some heavy lifting to do to do the research on, on the panelists and the, and the, and the topics the PDW is covering, and to make sure that there are you know, good questions that can help drive discussion amongst all of the panelists and, again, involving that audience as well. Uh, that's a, it's, it's a tough role, and, and, um, <laughs> and in fact, I, I, even if you want to organize a session, you might consider having someone, again, someone more well-known even to moderate that discussion as well. Can you talk about the, the theme for the annual meeting and, and how PDWs might interface with, the, with that theme? Sure. So our theme for 2020 is 2020, broadening our sight. So making a, a pun on 2020 vision. Uh, and the idea behind the topic for 2020 is that within, our, within the management uh, field, we have a lot of self-imposed dichotomies that have kind of emerged over time and shape in many ways the types of research that we do. And that's not a good thing. Uh, basically what it does is it, is it tends to pit uh, themes against one another. Like you can do micro research or macro research, or you can do quantitative research or qualitative research, or you can achieve rigor or you can achieve relevance. But these self-imposed dichotomies tend to artificially bound the types of research that we can do. And so that's, that's one of the topics or that's one of the areas that, that submissions could address this year. I think in particular, that would be really relevant to these professional development workshops. So for example, if we take that dichotomy of quantitative versus qualitative research, an educational seminar, a professional development workshop that helps to describe ways that we can actually meet in the middle with these two different research methodologies it would be an excellent opportunity to both increase the educational awareness of our, of our OSCM division and also meet the theme of the 2020 Academy Conference. How do you think that we can bridge the cultural divide in, in the Academy? That was finding funny when you mentioned the 2020 vision, for example. The pun was 
oblivious to me because I we don't say 2020 in in, in <laughs> we, we just say 100% vision. So how do you perceive these uh, cultural differences? Do you see any tension in terms of uh, cultural differences in the academy or in our field? I I do perceive that. I. I'll admit I don't have the numbers just beginning my rotation on the exec committee. I'm not exactly sure, you know, what those numbers are, but I know that it is, it is a goal of the Academy to be inclusive and to actively recruit attendee members and attendees um, from, from other cultures across the globe to be involved um, you know, even within our own division, we really work hard to make sure that, that for example, when we organize the doctoral student and junior faculty consortium, we try to make sure that we have both gender and cultural diversity uh, on that, that rotating committee so that, so that we, you know, we have that outreach, that we have that personal connection um, across the globe to be able to continue bringing in new members, new doc students, new junior faculty that, that help meet that goal of the, of the academy. Recapping about the PDW. So basically, we have mostly those PDWs on new methods. We have some PDWs on junior faculty and doctoral development. Did I miss anything, any type? Well, I didn't mention it, but we, we, um, we do ask for... PDWs on teaching as well. So if there are educational opportunities on new teaching methods, teaching online would be would be wonderful. That's that's welcome too. We try to aim for one or even two of our of our PDWs to address teaching topics. You mentioned something on practitioners. What would that be? Well, again, for example, last year they did have senior managers and academics involved in conversations uh, surrounding the theme of the conference, the inclusive organization, how to promote inclusivity within within the organization. I don't I don't see that as often. More particularly in our division, if I look across all of the PDWs from from last year, for example, uh, that's rare to see practitioner involvement. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have more practitioner involvement. Um, it can be sometimes a little difficult. We'll be in Vancouver uh, in 2020, and so probably geographically constrained in terms of who we involve on the practitioner side. Um, but, but I know we've had, even on the exec board, uh, some conversations about how we can involve more practitioners in the OSCM division in particular. For those interested in submitting a PDW proposal, what is the process? Sure. So on the Academy website, there are very strict templates for all types of submissions. So whether you're submitting to the program chair for research presentation or whether you're submitting, in this case, for a professional development workshop, there are very specific guidelines as to what that submission needs to look at right down to the margins and font. So there should be no question about what needs to be included in that submission. Just go to the website and download the guide for that particular submission. And then all submissions need to be submitted. And this doesn't matter PDWs or for the program, uh, the research program as well, need to be submitted by Tuesday, January 14th 
at 5 p.m. Eastern time. And so <clears throat> they, they do like to caution, don't wait until 4.49 to try to upload your submission. It does get rather bogged down that day. So if you can try to maybe pencil it in for a day or two early, that's wise because they will close it down. And, and unlike some conferences, I've never seen it extended. That's it. That's the hard deadline. And after the proposal is submitted, who evaluates those submissions? So for the PDWs, the, the PDW program chair will, will evaluate those submissions, usually with some input of the rest of the exec committee. They don't go through a more formal vetting process like the research submissions do, um, but there's also significantly fewer PDW submissions typically as well. What happens, for example, if you have two closed submissions? Say, I am studying sustainability. I would like to submit a PDW on sustainability and something. And someone else does um, sustainability and some, something else. What are your options? Because I know that in some conferences, people don't have any options other than you know, rejecting one of those submissions. Can you merge them? Can you contact the proponents and have them talk about uh, middle ground or something like that? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a unique case that, that, that you bring up, Yuri. Thank you for doing so. Uh, one of the benefits to submitting earlier than, than the deadline or to even emailing uh, me, for example, and getting some, some feedback ahead of the deadline is that if we have a case like that where two submissions look really closely aligned, we can potentially work with those submitters to see if they would be interested in doing something jointly. Strength in numbers, I think that can only make for a stronger PDW and a stronger program all around, so long as, as the people are amenable to doing that. Let me clarify also, you mentioned that sometimes you have the moderators and the panelists, right? Are those panelists aligned beforehand? They are, they are listed beforehand? You should submit your PDW with the panelists already on board or can you can you submit and say okay we are going to have panelists and then contact the panelists later down the road no i think that those those people who are predominantly involved in the session so your moderator your your panelists if you have leaders and a round table discussion so so all of your your, your round table leads um those folks do need to be identified ahead of time because that helps with the submission vetting process. But also the Academy has some, some pretty strict rules about, about how many sessions an individual can be involved in. And so for scheduling purposes, as well as to meet those broader Academy rules, we do really need to know ahead of time by the deadline, the, the names of those individuals. Obviously, things happen. Someone may need to drop out and be replaced at some point between the submissions in January and when the conference actually takes place in August. But, but to the extent possible, they should be identified. In my recap here, I didn't bring the roundtable. So what types of topics are more suitable for roundtable format? I'm not sure. I'm not sure that there's typical. A couple of roundtable formats that I've seen in the past are 
again, with them, there might be a half of the PDW that is devoted to a panel discussion. So, for example, on the management side, I attended one last year or the year before on, on trust in the management literature. And trust is a really broad topic. So they've got some predominant scholars in, 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 in trust that, that talked um, on a panel for about, for about an hour. And then for the next hour and a half, those panelists and a few other um, really well-known trust scholars each separated out onto a table and discussed a different topic about trust. So for example, one table might've been interested in trust violations and talk about, about trust violations. Anyone who's interested in that topic signs up ahead of time. It would be a really good idea to have, have those signups take place ahead of time. And they engage in a discussion at their roundtable for, for, the, for the remainder of the PDW. Um, another format that I have seen is that some sessions will ask for extended paper abstracts in advance of the conference. And then those paper abstracts would be assembled into small groups. You can disseminate those abstracts amongst the group members so that they can read and come prepared ahead of time. And then you're actually discussing uh, the individual participants' research programs during those roundtable discussions. Very developmental, very much in line with the, with the PDW format. What is the approximate length of the PDW session? So the PDWs, uh, we don't have a set length, and that is another one of those things that might be a little bit uh, negotiable as we go through the process. The Academy is very strict in the number of PDWs that they allot for each division, so we are capped um, within the OSCM division as to the number of PDW hours we can grant. Uh, so what that might mean is that if you submit a PDW and you ask for two hours, we may well come back to you and say, We like your PDW idea. We really want to host it, but we've also got other good ideas. Can we cut yours down to an hour and a half, for example? Uh, it would just allow us to make better use of those hours and get more, more good ideas out there. What about joint PDWs? How do they happen? Are they a proposal time initiative? Sometimes I see PDWs with one or two or three divisions involved. How that happens? So let's say you're, you're submitting a PDW on a, a methodology. The methodology would be broadly applicable to numerous divisions across the academy. So when you develop your submission, you could identify as many of those other divisions as you would like on your submission. The submitter does not have to reach out to anybody within those divisions. You simply identify on your submission who else might be interested. Once all of the PDWs have been accepted for our division, independent of, of, of any of this cross-pollination, once we've accepted our set of PDWs that we want to host in OSCM, we'll then begin a process of reaching out to other divisions to see if they would like to be a part, if they would like to, um, to co-host those particular PDWs. It's a separate set of hours. It's a separate like accounting system that goes into that. You can't, you're limited in how many you can co-host, for example. It can't be all of them. And it seems like the primary benefit to doing that is really just to, to reach across divisions and to more broadly advertise a session for better attendance and for better cross-pollination of ideas. Basically, I think that uh, we explored pretty much the 
basic set of questions someone can have on the PDW. So what are your suggestions for first-time attendees in the AOM annual meeting? Yeah, I think for first-time attendees, um, if you're a doctoral student or junior faculty member, look for those announcements um, regarding the consortium. It's, it is a wonderful uh, day-long event. It takes place on the first Friday of the, of the conference. It has really, it's been really well-received. Um, so look for announcements. Think about attending that doctoral student junior faculty consortium. We also hope to, on Saturday of the conference, host a new member cafe. And so that'll be just a coffee hour, probably held early in the day on Saturday, that, that you can come mingle with other new members, members of the exec committee, uh, just kind of familiarize yourself with, with what will take place over the, over the following days. And then the Academy has some great tech that you can use to help organize your day. There's over 10,000 attendees at the Academy of Management Conference. It is huge. You cannot get bored, but you do need to plan well in advance how you're going to spend your precious time. There is just so much. If you look across all of the divisions, there's so many different opportunities to engage with scholars in not just in the OSCM field, but in the broader management field. Take advantage of that take advantage of it would be my advice. You've mentioned the doctoral consortium and the joint junior faculty. Are those regular PDWs? I mean, you, you apply as a regular PDW when the registration system uh, comes online, or would you need to have a separate registration process? The consortium itself is a PDW, so that does constitute some of the PDW hours that, that we were talking about. Uh, for those interested in attending that consortium, the typical process, look for those announcements that Yuri sends out through the OSCM division. Look for uh, the co-chair's information. They will request for you to pre-register for that event. So you, you, you can't just come to the conference and show up at that consortium. You do need to register in advance. And they, those announcements that Yuri sends out will be very thorough and tell you exactly how to do that. Okay, you it's me, right? So yes. Anyways, I have to prepare <laughs> to make thorough uh, mm-hmm. announcements yeah. then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, Stephanie, thank you very much. I think that um, we are we're pretty much done here. Um, I don't know if um, you you'd have anything that you'd like to add. No, I think that that covers my notes. I would encourage anyone who has any questions prior to submitting a PDW to please feel free to reach out to me. Um, the, my email address is s-e-c-k-e-r-d at iu.edu. Uh, and that's also available on the AOM website. So if you have any questions, please just shoot me an email. And uh, we also will publish your email on the show notes for this episode. Thank you, Stephanie, for, for joining yeah. us today. Um, Absolutely. I'm sure our listeners will appreciate hearing from you. Hopefully. All right. Very good. Well, thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Listen to the Editors is an initiative of the Operations and Supply Chain Management Division of the Academy of Management. We post our interviews monthly in our division website. You can discuss any of the topics of this episode using our interactive tool, connect.aom.org. 
using the discussion section of our site. You can also post suggestions for questions, journal editors you would like to hear from, and requests for clarifications. You can also subscribe to our podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or with the Podcast Addict app on Android. See you next month.